Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 15th of November, 2021. In InfoSec news this week, the Emotet strain of malware, which has held the title of the most widely spread malware in the past, using spam campaigns and malicious attachments to distribute itself, was typically used to infect devices and to perform other spam campaigns and install other payloads, such as the Quackbot, or Qbot, and Trickbot malware strains. These payloads would then be used to provide initial access to threat actors to deploy ransomware, including Ryuk, Conti, Prolock, Egregor, and many others. Earlier this year, an international law enforcement action coordinated by Europol and Eurojust took over the Emotet infrastructure and arrested two individuals. Subsequently, German law enforcement used the infrastructure to deliver the Emotet module, which uninstalled the malware from infected devices, back on April 25th. Earlier this week, however, Emotet research group Cryptolamus have begun to see the TrickBot malware dropping a loader for the Emotet strain on infected devices. While in the past this functioned the other way round with Emotet installing TrickBot, the threat actors are now using a method that the Cryptolamus group are calling Operation Reacharound, which rebuilds the botnet using TrickBot's existing infrastructure. According to a researcher at Cryptolamus, They have not seen signs of Emotet botnet performing spamming activity or found any malicious documents dropping the malware. This lack of spam activity is likely due to the rebuilding of the infrastructure from scratch and new reply chain emails being stolen from victims in future spam campaigns. After initial analysis of the new Emotet loader, Cryptolamus have told news outlets that it includes new changes compared to the previous variants. To quote, So far, we can definitively confirm that the command buffer has changed. There are now seven commands instead of three or four, seeming to be various execution options for download binaries, not just dynamic link libraries. Other researchers have analysed the new dropper and are warning that the rebirth of this malware strain botnet will likely lead to a surge in ransomware infections. It is an early sign of the possible impending Emotet malware activity fueling major ransomware operations globally, given the shortage of the commodity loader ecosystem, according to Vitaly Kremes. It also tells us that the Emotet takedown did not prevent these adversaries from obtaining the malware builder and setting up the backend system bringing it back to life. The current loader link library has a compilation timestamp of Sunday, November the 14th, indicating that development of this strain has only just completed. Lazarus, the North Korea-affiliated state-sponsored group, is attempting to once again target security researchers with backdoors and remote-access Trojans using a Trojanized pirated version of the popular IDA Pro reverse engineering software. These findings were reported by a security researcher at ESET last week. IDA Pro is an interactive disassembler which is designed to translate machine language, or executable files, into assembly language, enabling security researchers to analyse the inner workings of a program, malicious or otherwise, as well as a debugger to detect errors. According to the release, attackers bundled the original IDA Pro 7.5 software developed by Hexrays with two malicious components one of which is an internal module called WinFW Link Library, which is executed during installation of the application. This tampered version is then orchestrated to load a second component called IDA Helper Link Library from the IDA plugins folder on the system. On successful execution, the IDA Helper binary connects to a remote server at devguardmap.org to retrieve subsequent payloads. This domain is also notable for the fact that it's been previously linked to a similar North Korea-backed campaign aimed at security professionals and disclosed by Google's threat analysis group earlier in March. 
The covert operation involved the adversary setting up a fake security company known as Security Elite, alongside a number of social media accounts across Twitter and LinkedIn in an attempt to trick unsuspecting researchers into visiting the company's malware-laced website so as to trigger an exploit which could then leverage a zero-day in an Internet Explorer browser vulnerability. Microsoft did eventually address this issue in its Patch Tuesday update for March 2021. Also known by the monikers APT38, Hidden Cobra and Zinc, the Lazarus Group has been known to be active as early as 2009 and is linked to a string of attacks for financial gain and harvesting sensitive information from compromised environments. To quote the original release, North Korea's cyber program poses a growing espionage, theft and attack threat, according to the US Office of the Director of National Intelligence, based on their annual threat assessment published earlier this year. North Korea has conducted cyber theft against financial institutions and cryptocurrency exchanges worldwide, potentially stealing hundreds of millions of dollars, likely to fund government priorities such as its nuclear missile program. According to research released this week, out of over a thousand top-level domain choices, cyber criminals and threat actors tend to prefer a small subset of 25, which account for over 90% of all malicious sites. Six out of the top 25 of these 25 top-level domains are handled by authorities in developing countries, hosting a disproportionately large number of risky sites compared to their populations. These stats are revealed in an in-depth analysis from researchers at Palo Alto, who took a deep dive into the TLDs commonly used by threat actors and why they are being chosen. Categories chosen for analysis were malware, phishing, command and control, and greyware. Using data collected up to October 7th, 2020, Palo Alto Networks analyzed domains categorized by their advanced URL filtering service, meeting specific criteria. Noting that when calculating reputation scores, they did not consider domain sinkhold for preemptive measures as malicious. Also, only considering TLDs with at least 100 domains, as smaller TLDs likely have policies in place restricting entities allowed to register domain names. To no real surprise, the most popular top-level domain is .com, which is an average ratio to malicious domains, crooks tending to use it because it adds legitimacy and generally improves their success rates. Those that fare worse in the cumulative distribution category are .xyz, .icu, .ru, .cn, .uk and .tk. This means that most of the bad stuff circulating on the internet in terms of volume comes from these domains. The TLDs that distribute malware the most are .ga, .xyz, .cf, .tk, .org and .ml. Phishing actors prefer to use .net domains with .pw, .top, .ga and .icu, following with notable volumes. However, researchers discovered phishing is one of the most evenly distributed categories, with 99% of the domain spreading across 92 different TLDs. Greyware is primarily distributed through .org, .info, .co, .ru, .work, .net and .club domains. Finally, C2 infrastructure usually relies on .top, .gq, .ga, .ml, .cf, .info, .cn and .tk. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you have any questions about any of the items outlined here, and thank you very much for listening.